0: Hello everyone and welcome to what is this a crossover episode you've got me zinger i'm joined by the the ever rambunctious always present eric berg what's going on man
1: Hey, what is this? A crossover? Okay, that's number two
0: that we've said it. We we are up to two. Don't make this a drinking game because I'm sure there'll be more. Anyways, before we get into today's topic and introduce our special guest that will be joining us for this episode, uh, I just want to take a moment, and I know we're going to take a moment in the next week's episode. This is numbered episode one hundred and ninety nine. Eric, you have, you have contributed a lot to these episodes. Is there anything you regret about being on the show or anything you, you just want to out out of these almost 200 episodes that you just want to want to say real quick? No,
1: no regrets at all. Being <laughs> part of this stuff. No, that's crazy. I uh, I remember coming on just as a somewhat uh, sporadic guest. I remember coming on three, about three years ago when the switch came out. Yeah. And, um,
0: yeah, you, you and, were in uh, when we were in double digits. Like we made to double digits and we thought we were doing right. good.
1: I was gonna say that was really early on in the run, and uh and then it was like periodically like, Hey Z three, hey it's this, hey it's that next thing we know, it's like you're I'm just, on every week and it's crazy.
0: You're you're so, you're just a, you're just another co host of Zingness at this point, but
1: Exactly. Go back to the pile eventually something. But yes. uh, congratulations to you because you have been there, obviously, for every episode. So,
0: congratulations. <sighs> <to you>. Unfortunately <laughs> for, for the listener. But for the listener, we have a very special, special guest joining us. Someone who is who is all about rumors and how they fly. Yes, one of the uh, members of Rumor Flies. Greg, how is it going today? What are you
2: doing here?
0: I, I, th- you know what? There, we, we got another terrible, <laughs> terrible joke in there. Terrible joke in here. So so how's What's it going man?
2: On? Oh, it's so good man. It's so good to be on again. I was thinking about it earlier when I was prepping for the episode like I remember when you started this show, it wasn't too long after we started Rumor Flies
0: cuz I I asked you, you guys mean, for
2: help. Yeah, and I mean <laughs> it's crazy man. I I've started and and shut down so many of my own shows personally and just congratulations to you. Almost 200 episodes now. It's incredible. I mean, it's it's so cool seeing the show grow. It's so fun being on again. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say thanks for having me on.
0: Uh, well, th- thank thank you, sir, for being on. It was a true honor. And just through the connections, I if, if there's nothing else Zingness has done, it's made me connect with a ton of amazing people. And through those connections is how this episode came about. Because Ooh. me and Eric had talked about doing eventually a BoJack episode, but it was your random post on Facebook <laughs> that made me go... I found our third person. Yay.
1: You son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Um Great pull. Great
0: pull. So, so, we are going to be talking about BoJack. We're going to be talking about all aspects of it. And to an extent, this is not, I will say this right now for the listener. This is not a hardcore breakdown of every single season or every single moment. <laughs> I mean, to you the best of my knowledge. Research
2: for nothing. me crumpling all my papers and tossing them over my shoulder.
0: Watch oh, for- the entire series since yesterday afternoon congratulations that's that's an accomplishment (laughs) but it will be kind of an overview i'm sure we could do other episodes of zingness diving more into certain aspects but this is just something i just i've been wanting to talk about this show i know eric's wanting to talk about this show and greg i feel has wanted to talk about this show as well since i don't see how rumor flies could do technically an episode on this
2: to quote my good buddy ben i have opinions (laughs)
0: All right. <laughs> That's it. It's not that exciting. <laughs> so, um, BoJack Horseman, one of the – was it – okay, I'm trying to remember, and I do have the Wikipedia pulled up in front of me, so if I really wanted to look, I could. But does anyone remember when this show originally premiered? 2014.
2: Because, 2014 I was going to say, I couldn't remember. It was 2014 2014.
0: 2014. So, so <laughs> how do you remember Because I that?
1: watched earlier, I watched the first and last episode. I watched the first and last episodes a couple hours ago, Um, and Netflix always has it by what date it premiered, and it was 2014. So,
0: six seasons, 77 episodes. Um, Jesus, I think almost all of them amazing and great. Uh, What? Okay, so we'll we'll go around the table real quick. Greg, you're you are the guest. So, what? How did you stumble across this show? What led you to be interested in this show?
2: That's that's a really good question. Thanks for uh, already making me sound unprepared. Awesome. So, <laughs> no, I mean, it It struck me immediately. Obviously, Will Arnett in a very unique role, uh, something we hadn't really seen before. I saw a lot of buzz about it, and it just looked ridiculous. I, I don't remember all that went into it, but from, like, episode one, I was hooked. It, it sunk its talents in so quickly, even with all the kind of hollywood humor meta commentary happening that i don't fully understand i mean i work in the film industry but it's, it's not hollywood right I, i'm in new orleans hollywood
1: hollywood hollywood
2: but they landed so well and the, the acting was so good the animation was so dynamic i mean right out the gate you watch that intro and you're like okay this is not gonna be what am my looking for it's not gonna be cotton candy, ironically, with all of this cotton candy <laughs> stuff. It's gonna be very fulfilling. It's uh, I, I, I was hooked, just out the gate.
0: So, Eric, what, what what about you? When did you get introduced to this show and, and how did so, all that come about? So
1: I remember what I remember when they first premiered like a trailer for the episode. I remember watching it at work and seeing it and the I went I actually meant to find it earlier and I forgot, but I remember the way they presented it. It looked like it was one of those um, Adult Swim, random zany, let's yeah. make a stupid comedy that's not yes. actually really funny at all. And I remember seeing that thinking, I want, because I saw the cast, and I was like, I love Will Arnett, I love Aaron Paul, I love Amy Sedaris. I love everyone in the show. Um, uh, what's his name? Who does? Mr. I, I love everyone. And I was like, this is such an amazing cast, and I feel like this is just going to be some shitty, stupid, uh Adult Swim-esque uh, cartoon. But then I started reading reviews, uh, early reviews for it, saying like, this is actually a drama. This is not a, this is a drama that just happens to have comedy in it. And I'm like, huh. And then like, I binged the first season, like the day it came out. So, uh, right from the get go, I was, I was definitely absorbed into it. And I, the second any season premiered after that, I was just like there,
0: so I, I, I came to this show, I think, right off the bat, too. It was just something I was like, oh, Will Arnett. I love Will Arnett. Oh, this person. I love this person. And it's just something I went into it, and ironically, in the reverse of Eric, I went into it, oh, it's going to be some stupid, zany comedy that I'm just going to be all on board for, and it's going to be canceled after one season. And then I started watching it, and I'm like, oh, man, sad horse person, sad. So, um, yeah, so... I was at the opposite uh, of
2: me. I feel like that was the exact same thing I did. What was that tweet that went viral where it was like a uh, person goes, yeah, BoJack Horseman, look, it's a funny show about a horse. And then it says, uh, you will inherit your parents' trauma, but you will never understand
0: it. And it says, haha, the, co- <laughs> the talking cat's a cop. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: God, because I, I know they utilized Twitter and I never got every one of the Twitter things they did. I know that they did a lot. But, um, okay, so just to go over the quick premise of the show, I know everyone probably does their know. Their Oscar
2: tweet was amazing.
0: What, what, what was their Oscar tweet? Oh Do you know God. it off the top when of your they head? Messed
2: up, when they messed up with, um, with uh, Moonlight, Oh. And it was right after the season where BoJack was falsely given the Oscar. Mm-hmm. And it just all caps, no hashtag anything. They just go, see it
0: happens. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that and that's the other thing about this show I really enjoy is the fact that there is a lot of behind the scenes Hollywood stuff that we're oh never God, gonna yes. get probably, because we're not insiders and everything. But, um, so, of course, the premise of the show is it picks up, of course, on a self-loathing alcoholic horse who, that everyone's anti Can someone else say the word? Because I can't say it right now.
2: Anthropomorphized.
0: Thank you. Um, characters, uh, animals of all different sorts. Um, I think reptiles, insects, human... I mean, insects, ant mammals, everything. And he of course was big in the 90s and now it's it it, it takes place i in quote unquote present day because they do make references to the year sometimes here and there and everything and it i guess it kind of plays out year by year with us watching it as well because a lot of timestamps are put on stuff to make yeah. it relevant but this is a show that i i think continue to grow and everything so um i guess let, let's start off with this i i want to know Who's everyone's favorite, like main, ca- like one of the main characters, and then like a side character that's kind of just pops in every now and then. And Eric, I'll actually start with you on this one.
1: Okay, uh, so my favorite, not my, fa- I guess my favorite non-BoJack main character. I, I was thinking about this last night, and I kept going back and forth between Todd and Princess Carolyn.
2: Mm-mm. And I was
1: initially going to go with Todd, but the more I started thinking about it, I love Princess Carolyn. I love her character so much. And um, having watched earlier, just a couple hours ago, having watched the first and the last episode, I kind of love where she went from. I forgot in the first episode Mm -hmm. that it starts the night after uh, Bojack and Princess Carolyn broke up. Like I completely forgot about that. And they're like at a stop sign and they're talking about like, she wanted to maybe have a baby and then he started freaking out, thinking about commitment and stuff like that. And then the episode, the final episode, it takes place at her wedding. And she already has a, a baby, and we've seen her uh, learning about the struggles of motherhood and stuff like that. And I just love how her character, uh, just, she she get, she got a lot of shitty things uh, thrown at her throughout the course mm-hmm. of the series. And I really like how she was able to handle it all. And I think it's not in a, I overcome everything kind of way. It was, all, it was very much a, a realistic, like, you take the shit that's thrown at you and you deal with it to the best of your ability and plus i just i love amy sedaris so much so uh yeah i would say she's probably my favorite like main character besides Pojack.
0: and and who would be like your reoccurring character
1: so my favorite reoccurring character it's also uh, i i know you had mentioned you might talk about recurring like jokes or whatever but yeah that's that too both in the same <laughs> actress Margot Martindale. love her perfect <laughs>
0: perfect so yeah, well, I, like like I, just, saying I just love that-
2: I love I loved her before. I... Oh, no, you it
0: oh, on. I'll say it after. Oh, I
1: was just I was just going to I was just going to say that uh, I, I, I loved her as an actress as a character actress before Bojack from uh, even being like, she's hilarious uh, and, and a great actress. Not, not always just comedy. So but actually, she's been in a lot of drama uh, as well. She's in The Leftovers,
2: right?
1: Yes, she was in Leftovers. She she's was incredible in, in The
2: Leftovers.
1: Yeah, she was in Dexter. She was in, um, there was that, uh, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, Paris team that one movie that was like a bunch of little short films that were set yeah. around Paris. A bunch of filmmakers came together to make these little shorts that were very loosely strung together. She was in one of them. Uh, she's really good. But every morning she appeared, I was like, is that really her? And then I'm like, oh, that is her. Ah, that was a funny little bit. And then I was like, oh, a few episodes later, she's back. And then she's like in this weird, like, like she's kind of a criminal, but she's not. And she's on the <laughs> run. And I I, I love I love when shows do that where they take a, a version of someone who's real and, like, give this weird fictionalized version of them. So I, I did enjoy her as a character and as a recurring gag throughout the show.
0: All right, Greg, you're up.
2: I mean, Princess Carolyn was right up there for me, right? I, I Todd wasn't as high for me. I honestly had – I love Todd's arc, but I actually felt like of the characters who have these incredibly nuanced arcs, his felt a little – a little more static to me but he definitely grows and becomes a different person with because uh, you know no character is radically different by the end of the show really. so but some of them are the say, same yeah and, and i would say i'm very much tied between princess carolyn and diane uh, mr peanut butter was up there and i'm basically listing every character right <laughs> now. But anyway I, I would probably land on princess carolyn uh, I, I think the episode that really her relationship with uh the mouse what was his
0: name oh, I had all of the I had all the names pulled up in case we needed it. And now anyway, I'm not able to find it. That
2: relationship, it. that whole portrayal was really interesting and nuanced. I think the two things that stand out to me most in her scenes were when she decides I don't need... She and Bojack get back together briefly. She dumps him. I mean, he dumps her. And then she has this whole, like, I'm a badass woman. I'm independent. Uh, fully supportive of that, of course. And like as it moves forward, it's very celebrating this, right? The show is supporting that image. And then the final scene is it says happy birthday princess carolyn you are 40 and it goes to (laughs) credits yeah and i think that that character is so fascinating watching her grapple with this like she wants certain domestic things but it's not like she's even the image of someone who's torn between the domestic life and the professional life she's just kind of wants to cherry pick the things she wants and she's there's never a question of does she deserve it or can she have it it's just about when is she gonna get it and and her quest to get past the people that are barriers to that. And I think it's just such a good character. And of course her relationship with Judah is so good. And the episode that everyone of course remembers, her with her baby, with the different color silhouettes of her at once. I mean, that show and its ability to use art style to communicate emotion and sensation is unbelievable. I mean, and, and seeing Princess Carolyn in that light seeing her in a truly vulnerable and weakened state was very powerful. I don't know. I I'm kind of just running through all these scenes, but yeah, princess Carolyn's arc. I got to agree with Eric. She's just so satisfying with Diana close second. I'm sure I'll talk more about Diana later.
0: Okay. So, so to, um, to answer the question, Ralph Ralph is, is the mouse's name. And his sister is Steph Stefani who is, um, Diane's boss. I think that's only brought up in like one episode that they are related and everything. Um, at girl cruise cruise
2: that's so funny i didn't make that connection yeah
0: she um she's randomly in the back of the car when they're going to meet his parents she's randomly in the back of the car at one point and then she's kind of around a little bit and then later on it's just mentioned that they're brother and sister um so Damn. there's that I, I i'll let i'll let you get to your favorite um reoccur i mean like background character or reoccurring character in a second i just wanted to say this uh, and not to put you on the spot, Greg, and not to put Uh-oh. Eric on the spot, but Eric made a comment about that episode when it came out. We were talking about just different stuff, and he, you know, with with me having kids and everything, he said, mm. "I can I can see how like what having kids is like from watching an episode." As of, as a father now, what 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 do you think about that comparison? Because I I told him like yes, it's that, but probably to the tenth degree.
2: It is as it was. <laughs> I mean, it is it is, and that is. God man. So and the thing is I saw that before having a kid. Yes. And now I'm eight weeks in and I'm like, yup. <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> yep, that's no it. no enlightened commentary here. There's nothing to say. There's no critique. It's like mm, yep,
0: that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> All right. So who is your favorite reoccurring character?
2: So Margot Martindale, totally up there. She's so funny. But for me, he only has a few appearances. So this kind of stretches the recurring character. But technically, I think it works. Zach Braff.
0: I will give it to you. Zach Braff
2: is awesome in that. So absurd. And it's not even like his is the best. It's just, he just sticks out like a sore thumb. He makes no sense in the context of the show. Thematically, or there's no purpose he serves. And then he's in arguably the most important episode of the entire show at the end. I just, like, he gets killed during the whole mm-hmm. fracking thing. I mean, this is so stupid. I forgot, stupid.
0: I forgot he was in that episode, and I was re-watching random episodes. and because oh he Because he, he's in the fracking episode, he's also in, like, the, is, is it the second to last episode? Don't they eat him? Yeah, they, well, well he <laughs> dies, so that, that explains how he's, like, they're in, in, like, limbo or whatever it is that Bojack's in during that episode because i I was like shorts
2: and roller skates yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) and it's and it's just zach braff it's it's like not like it's just the character of it's zach braff playing the character of zach braff anyway sorry sorry can can, continue go that's it he's
2: just so (laughs) it's just that's a great his character serves as an example of why the writing is so strong they have so much of a well why not factor and then they integrate it to tell a story anyway there's just not a lot of wasted space And he's as close as they come to wasting space Yet, he is still kind of like I'm sitting here talking about him I mean, I don't know It's, uh, Zach Braff's character is just so funny And again, he's just one of those characters that The target demographic of this show Everyone knows who Zach Braff is Yeah Like, 100%
0: So, for mine, I'm going to veer away from the Princess Carolyn um, parade that that, that that you two are it's having It's okay to
2: be wrong I,
0: I, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I might be, but not on this. Um, my favorite, my my favorite of the main cast is Mr. Peanut Butter. He like, was, he
2: was shortlist man. He's so good.
0: Like, yeah. he, here's the thing, Todd's Todd's one of those characters everyone's like, oh, Todd does a ton of crazy stuff, and I'm like, Mr. Peanut Butter does too. It's just Todd's is played as the crazy. Mr. Peanut Butter's, I think, is a little bit vaguely more grounded. And I think what made me really fall in love with, with Mr. Peanut Butter a lot more was him running that, – that whole him running for governor thing that was like a subplot for a while. And he just was running for governor just to do it and just right. so that people would – his, his method was I want people to like me and I think I'd be yeah. good at this job even though I think the person I'm running against and trying to replace – is good at this job and i have nothing against him but i just want to do it it's just his drive is always so weirdly done and i feel like his character arc is kind of interesting to an extent i'm sure we'll get into that because i have a i have other talking points i want to get to i'm sure you guys do too but i just wanted to say you know mr peanut butter for me is is way up there in that and i will up.
2: say just to kind of add to your just to kind of yes and that a little bit i mean i don't even think that's a proper use of yes and but whatever we'll yeah, go with it but- yeah basically i will say he is the only character i've seen who can fail upwards and i don't hate him
0: oh no he fails upwards (laughs) in the most ridiculous ways possible and that's why
2: he's a commentary on failing upwards and yet he is still like a character that you really rarely have like You question his judgment. Yeah. You rarely are like, that was malicious. He has a few moments, but I mean, God, what a character.
1: I I think part of it too is sometimes, a lot of times I feel like in shows and movies when characters fail upwards, they're terrible people or Mm -hmm. terrible characters. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. Mr. Peanut Butter is so, he's just so nice and not just like, here's the nice guy. Like I, watching the last episode earlier, you know, Bojack gets his uh, his day out to, to go to Princess Carolyn's wedding and who is there waiting for him to pick him up to take yeah. him to get not one but two suits when he messes mm-hmm. it up yeah. mr peanut butter sure he drags him along to his press conference to unveil the new Hollywood sign but yeah. that was a total like just air, he's an airhead but he is kind-hearted through the, the, and through so when the, he fails upward like you you you're, you're you're totally fine with that i i definitely agree with that
0: the, the most well-meaning airhead um yeah, he's
2: got problems yeah. but he's well-meaning that's a good way
0: also that 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 is one of my favorite jokes in the series and it had to be built up to that the the where, where they're both sitting in the car and he's like you know I'll, I'll be right there beside your side bojack unless you know somebody you know pulls like erica has one of her moments where she has and it just keeps zooming in until it just shows bojack just alone and it doesn't even have like the final joke of him seeing erica and her having some weird thing <laughs> with them so, so that's so that is one of my favorite re- recurring jokes the erica thing also the random just pop culture references that um am i blah blah blah, blah because this is like just all the the, the writing i appreciate for for mr peanut butter because of the way they had to like get from point a to point z with some of those jokes that that they had to make of him making comments and stuff but my favorite reoccurring character and this is a tough one because this was a tough choice between two JD Salinger yes just just cuz it it is so random
1: so random and i love
0: it i totally forgot about that and and, and that and that I, I i know we have the favorite celebrity cameos that is mine is the JD Salinger but i'm oh, gonna
2: God.
0: i'm gonna have to give it to um to Lenny Turtletop. Hmm.
1: Just I be- almost said him because I love Patton Oswald so much.
0: Pa- Patton Oswald? Wait, did he do the voice? No, pa- Patton Oswald did the voice of the... He's uh, the penguin. Pinky. Um, that's
2: he more right. His, he did the penguin. He did the seal. He did He did a bunch of characters. That's
1: For- right. That's right. My bad. Forget my comment. I forget I said it. I was going to say, I feel like he did several, and I he remember did. the he penguin, but I was thinking me. he did that, and then I'm completely... <laughs> I completely
0: got that wrong. So,
2: if you okay, just guess Patton Oswalt for any character, you might be right. That's the thing. But then I was
0: wrong on this time. So. <laughs> but the person who does the voice of Turtle Top is uh, J.K. Simmons, which is the other reason That's he right. he gets up there for me is because it's so just good. it's basically J.K. Simmons playing a playing a a movie executive. Like he right. he he's a great actor and everything, but just for me, every time he reads the lines, he always has these great moments, and he always is just so just stressed out by the movie business that I just really enjoyed that for, for me at least. Um, So I, I, I brought up a talking point. I'll, I'll pass it to one of you guys. What talking points would you like to bring up about this show? It, and saving the big one that, that I mentioned to both of you for last. Yes.
1: Uh, so one thing I love is how many celebrities, not only they were able to get, but mm-hmm. it wasn't just like, Oh, let's bring them on into the focus of this episode there were celebrities who would come on and do one line and never return on the show again.
0: Um, I mean, like Harry like Potter, Daniel Radcliffe.
1: he did yeah. a voice. Yes. And he did a voice and he did like one line in one episode. And I was like, hey, whoever's doing that. Daniel Eclipse doing a pretty good job. And then it was like, in the credits, I'm like, "Oh, that was him. And a lot of times it's that celebrity, like shitting on themselves, like playing mm-hmm. a really bad version of themselves or doing something stupid. And I just love how they were able to get so many people. And I, I consider that a that recurring joke as well. Oh, Jack, well, I, this is for I, I just loved how they were able to get so many. <laughs> it's it's so great how they were able to do that and incorporate so many people for one line, and that was it. And especially after the first season, where it was apparent, like, oh, this show is really, it really kind of digs into the behind the scenes of Hollywood in a way, digs uh, into that that industry and that scene. And I think a lot of people were like, I want to be part of that. So uh, I, I I love that recurring aspect of
0: the show i'll I'll, I'll definitely second that uh greg do you got something
2: yeah i'm trying to decide how broad or narrow to go with this i mean if you allow me to kind of get into a theme if that's okay that's fine that's fine I, i love how this show is basically a giant lesson about accountability and consequences right most shows when a season ends they often kind of paper over things but bojack doesn't do that The show builds and builds and old decisions come back to haunt people and Mm -hmm. and it raises huge questions about accepting folks back and can people change, right? Not to get too politically charged, but you start thinking about Louis C.K. and these people, right? Oh yeah. Even up to the end of the show, I mean, this show boldly tackles these social questions in sympathetic ways without ever giving a pass to the actions. I, I don't know how they thread that needle. But no matter yeah. what they do, it never loses sight of accountability and consequences. Just things don't go away. And and it's that's real life. And I know that's, uh, in some ways, it seems so obvious. But most shows really don't do that. You know, I don't want to watch a show to have a perfect simulation of life. I would just go live life. But for some reason, they have these true existential questions and these true social questions that, don't lecture at you, they don't even permit people, and it's not even trying to be like, oh, well, this is just the facts. They're just like, here's what that person's probably thinking, and here's the victims of that action, and here's how this comes again months later, or years later, and I just think all six seasons, that is their goal, no matter what the subject is, and it's masterful, and I, you can pick any arc of the show and tie it to that. It's kind of incredible to me, and I think it's what really makes the show exceptional.
0: I I, I agree. Sorry, I, w- I was trying to look up You're a good. few different I'm random. Just, like
2: I said, it was kind of broad. It wasn't really it, specific, but I mean, it was. And knows? I like can people change? I mean, that's kind of like we're talking about the end of the show. And it kind of rolls back to that initial question.
0: And, and as I said, there's, there's, I think a big talking point later that, that will, that, that theme that, that you just talked about and that whole thing will come back up again. So that's, that, that is something that I want, that, like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up too, that it's something that, that affected you with this series. And I think affects everyone. Cause yeah. The, yeah I hope the... I
2: didn't, ba- I hope I'm not touching too much on what
0: you want to later. Oh no, 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 It's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's, it's the builder now. We, we get the buildup of. of <laughs> you are episode like, ruined. Yeah. Can,
2: um... <laughs> And I was gonna say, uh, it, if well, actually, y'all go to something. I'll I'll hit this thing later. It's totally off the rails. Go ahead.
1: Well, just kind of going on, off of what you said, I, I completely agree about that. And it's very real how they do it. It's not. It. I mean, obviously, it is manufactured Hollywood because it is a scripted show, but it's it feels <laughs> it is very literally
2: fiction. It is literally fiction, <laughs> but
1: it feels so real, which is strange because it's being presented. But because of the main focus of this, even though it's having to bunch people, is a giant anthropomorphic horse. And I love that it's it's this weird, bizarre, surreal world that seems way more real and organic in how it is built and how it teaches us these lessons about accountability and you know, your you know, right re- you know, coming to a reckoning with your past. It, as opposed to like I've seen some straight played, straight dramas that can't even a tenth of the way do what this show has done in terms of those those aspects. So uh, yeah, no, I I absolutely agree. They do such a good job of making it feel like even if none of us, you know, made our co-star from a 90s sitcom OD, <laughs> which I'm sure I'm sure I'm pretty sure none of us have. I have some questions about Zinger, but uh, <laughs> but still <laughs> and still it is thinking about it. it's like I think everyone can, can identify with the whole like
2: it's strangely relatable.
1: It really uh, is a, a, a part of your past that you kind of want to forget about something you you might not want to think about that's unpleasant. And that's not just going to go away and it may come back. It may haunt you in a random ass memory. And you may have a weird dream. You may run into that person or those people or return to this quote unquote, the scene of the crime. And you have those feelings and you may have to reckon with those. So, um, yeah, I just, I, you're right. I just kind of just to no, you're reiterate right. what you said, I think that was a, that's a great point to bring up and agree to completely.
0: Back in the 2010s, I was a podcast host
1: back <laughs> in the 2010s I was
0: yeah it, it, it doesn't work well, I was gonna be like oh so 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 in like 20 years when,
2: when... a <laughs> mediocre pop yep
0: <laughs> perfect <laughs> um and, and then and then it's I, so so I, I guess it would be you or Ellie, Eric, or technically any of the other random other hosts that have popped up on Zingness that have multiple <laughs> multiple returning <laughs> returning stuff. Speaking of returning stuff, I wanted to get to what reoccurring joke or bit is is your guy's favorite. You so, kick us
2: off, Zing. You've been letting us start. All right.
0: All right. Cool. So um, yeah. I I have two, and it's one. One of them is one I realized as I was rewatching. Um, the sign gags of hmm. like um it's i, I can i can't remember anyone but anytime mr it's mostly mr peanut butter anytime he has a sign made and it's like please put this in bold print don't print that last thing i said <laughs> and that's on the sign too because yes. there's a I lot of about. those I about that. <laughs> and it's always I, so literal <laughs> yes it, it is it, it is always really it there and, and they're at, and they're like for the birthdays and stuff like that they' um, and, and it's kind of implied that they that they that the company that he uses did the Hollywood sign because he because he, he's arguing with them on the phone he goes, you know ne- next time I'm gonna really take a little bit of time to think if I want to use you guys again. Cause if you do this like a few more times, I'm gonna.
2: Dad. Oh, I guess that one's on you.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that that's one of my favorite ones because it's it's something you probably don't notice the first viewing. It's something you notice like viewing one, three, or four, or it's like wait, what did that sign say? And then you have to rewind and look at it. Uh, my other one, and this this is the one I picked up on recently that I was just kind of amused with, is. The and it's something I don't know if you guys caught too. Diane's ringtone.
2: Yeah, from NPR.
0: Where where it's like NPR or it's a podcast or it's just it's somebody talking over like a ringtone. I think and, the person yeah. was
2: Prairie Home Companion. Yeah, no, it, yeah. it has like
0: every season she has a different ringtone. Yeah. According to this, it doesn't say it just says every you know this one, this one, this one for the different. But I just always thought that was funny because they like play a lot. Do what. Oh, go on. No, I was just going to say that... I was
1: going to say, ringtone... That was something I noticed throughout... As I was watching... Well, we're all, like, talking and then... Eric...
0: Okay, Eric... F- finish your <laughs> bit,
1: and I'll chime in. No, again. I was
0: just going to say that, like... I know, um... Oh. Kay- Princess Caroline's has a very iconic ringtone. It's the... Meow, 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 meow. Cats one, which is probably from something that Eric's going to point out, someone, or Greg's going to point out. Uh, <laughs> Bojack, if I remember correctly, is the theme to Horsing Around. Yeah. At one point. And that's why I like Diane's, because it changes. And you only like hear it once or twice in the, each season. But that, that that was one of my favorite running gags, was just her like having the most pretentious possible ringtone you could have a, as a joke. So anyways, Eric, go ahead. <laughs>
1: well, I was going to say, I noticed from the first episode to the last one, when they're actually the last one, I think they didn't even have their phones, and they no. talked about that. I really would like to see, because I feel like everyone's ringtones, not just, not just Diane, but I feel like several people's ringtones changed. I never really thought about that until I, I watched the first episode again. I heard some rings, I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. And I would love to see if there's any sort of. I mean, there, I feel like there was enough thought in, in, into everything that went into the show that there were reasons for these things change, changing. So I would love to see for every character how the ringtones changed and to see if that signal, what a uh, uh, ringtone announcement, if you will. Uh, I would love to see if, if it could go through and like see how they change, when they change. Were those corresponding with certain events in the characters? You know, Does the ringtone sort of signify that something is changing about this character? Because there were definitely, I feel like, several other characters whose hmm. ringtones changed throughout the series. And I didn't think about that until I watched that first episode earlier hmm. again. I was like, wait a second. I wonder if that, you know, I wonder when those started changing up. So, hmm. But yeah, I, I, do, I do like all the different ringtones they all had.
0: So I guess on that, um, Eric, what, what's what's one of your favorite running gags? All right, I mean you've already kind of hinted the Margot Martin so uh, character character one. right? So, so
1: yes, yeah, so so Margot Martindale, one of my favorite, uh, gags in the show. Another one I love, and this is this is a Princess Carolyn and this plays up to uh, Amy Sedaris's. Uh, wonderful acting and voice and vocal skills. I loved how they would all, always give Princess Carolyn these things to say where they were all like, I, can't, I wish I could pull one up. I, I'm actually realizing I'm on my phone. I'm sitting at my computer, which is dead. And I left my head upstairs. But she would go through and do these things where she would like do these alliterative things like, blah, 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 Oh, bah, yeah. You know the big alliteration
2: like, she would do. Yeah. It would all be like alliterative
1: and maybe like have some internal rhyming. And, they would have these conversations back and forth and she would say these whole, like, paragraphs like that. Didn't and they sometimes do a that drum that? I've, I've heard again? Amy Sedaris do that in other things.
2: Yes. They, they, yes they did. Drum and I love the when ones. they would always do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I love when they would do when when she would pull those off because she, Amy Sedaris has done that in some other things. Like, I think she might have done that in some episodes of, like, Strangers with Candy um, <laughs> and a few other things like that. So uh, I always thought that was just a funny... Um, recurring right. thing they would have her do because it would show off again. it would show off her kind of vocal skills because those were some tongue twisters in there and I, I would get through some of those with like the drum roll and stuff I'm like my god did that take one does that one take so
0: what what about yeah, you Greg that's one of my favorite
2: things yeah. I'd always have her, yeah. her do that's a good one
0: well, wow, what was one of your good one. favorite recurring gags Greg uh,
2: I think the what are you doing here which they drop later because it actually reminds me of a scene I love in Futurama as well with uh, Calculon where he's brought back from the dead and you know they think he doesn't have acting chops and basically they get him really depressed and say, you're a hack and you should have stayed dead. And then yeah. he does this like amazing monologue. And I remember Bojack can't, his nerves <laughs> is making him re- desert, resort, no, revert back to his 90s habits. So what are you doing here in Secretariat? And then later on, I believe it's either Diane – I think Diane comes by, and he does it by the time. He goes,
0: what are you doing? That whole right? season, apparently. That season was
2: crazy. Yeah. I mean, the, the what are you doing here was just such a yeah. like amazing litmus for where he was.
0: Yeah. And I, I loved that. That was season – which season was it? Three? Because I'm trying to get the list of like what was three going on. Three or
2: four. On. It was three or four. I I'm
0: getting I'm getting critic, the critics' response, not the overall – thing of course like five when is me. when he
2: does fi- the, the, the 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 forensic thing He's the scientist or filbert or whoever it is and then so it's either three or four i want to say i want to say three was secretariat because four i think was the oscars
0: um season but i didn't mean beat attitude uh george takei's the voice oh my gosh joyce george K was the voice of the audio narrator for the book Oh yeah, because this because season two is where he meets um what's her name. And he goes to New Mexico and it's awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean that's that that's something that I was watching like because there, there's about half a billion different like things, but I was I think it was Wisecrack I was watching something and they were talking about like the uh, what are you doing here, like mm-hmm. running thing in that season and how it, it you as you said it's a reflection on. Like, it, it's it's a line he can't get down, but yet every time he says it, it's to a different person, and it's always got a different inflection on it. And I'm Can like... I... Sorry, I'm cutting you off. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I was going to say, I, I just very, very like that scene and everything, so... And I
2: want to give a runner's up, because it's only in one season, so it doesn't really work, but the uh, Times era moves ever onward. The Times um, era the one where, like, it's when the flashbacks of this family about Cracker Jack and
0: all oh, of that. Oh, yes. And it's,
2: like, building up, you know, they keep going, like, Time's Arrow moves ever forward, you know, all that stuff. And, like, as it goes forward, eventually his mother gets lobotomized. I mean, his grandmother gets lobotomized. I mean, it's just this, like... I, right. That whole season was, like, its own module. But, like, I really loved the tone of that. And the, the, the Time's Arrow aspect is kind of almost twisted and becomes this... Almost defense of people's actions in a weird way. So that one was like very again modular. It's kind of its own little thing. But yeah, number one definitely goes to what are you doing here? They abandoned it about halfway through the show, but yeah. I really liked it.
0: So that was season two when he was making Secretariat. Season three is where really? he's promoting. Yeah, season three oh. is where he's promoting Secretariat. Season oh. four. What is season four? Oh, yes. Yeah, season four is where Bojack's missing for like a good chunk of the first right. half of the season. That's where you get the Mr. Peanut Butter campaigning oh, yeah. for that. Yeah. See, here, here's the thing with the show. All of this stuff is so crazy that it's hard to remember
2: like, where stuff a went.
0: Uh, Philbert's, of course, season five. And then season six is him like becoming a teacher and all that stuff. And, of course, season one is just all of that cra- craziness and everything. So I I'm sorry I just when you said it, I'm like hmm no you um, need to um, check
2: that that's like I get lost in the timeline all the time with the show.
0: Yeah cuz I was trying yeah. I was trying to remember too cuz I'm like it's something to where it's hard to remember certain episodes and how they fall because of just how crazy some of the stuff goes and everything. Um but yeah I just have that
1: problem in general with with the way that Netflix does shows where it's like here's a whole season and I'll watch the whole season at once and I'm yep. like I don't remember I remember the season, but when you're like, What was your favorite episode? I'm like, I don't really remember it the all distinct blends. episodes because yeah. it ends the episode ends and I let it just go to the next one. So
0: yeah. It all blends. So speaking of that, and kind of I guess to take the series out and look at it as a whole, um, what do you guys think of the the just the, the Netflix method, I guess, of just dumping shows? Do you think it's a good method for them to do? Or do you feel it has some repercussions to it? And also, I guess with the show wrapping up that apparently it was the decision of Netflix to wrap it. Sorry sorry, this is this is a big one to unpack. So this is a multiple part question I'm just gonna throw out here. Uh with Netflix deciding to end the show, not the series runners and everything. And and even the cast themselves. So I I guess I'll I'll go first on this one. Um with them dumping this is just a comment on Netflix themselves. With them dumping all shows at once, I do agree that it's kind of when I can sit there and binge an entire show in, like, a day if I feel like it, I feel it's vaguely detrimental detrimental because, like, I felt like The Mandalorian, more people were talking about it for a longer time because you had it week to week to week to week. Yep. But whereas this, it's like, yeah, people are going to talk about it, but it's something to where some people, like myself, I will just sit there and just watch an entire... And I'm sure I did this with a few seasons of BoJack. I just sat there and watched all of it i'm almost positive yeah. i did that with season eight, with um see the second half of season 16 and probably the first half too i just sat there and watched all eight episodes both times just it, to be it, like i've watched like
2: in a skittles bowl
0: yeah yeah just <laughs> just just watching it getting out of the way i've never done it with other shows netflix has done i'm not i like it and i don't i just feel like it's very they're they're much more. Just get it out there, get it to the people. Where I feel like other series draw it out for a longer time and get more get get more talk around it. So that's my thing. As for them ending the series, as much as I love BoJack, as much as I love the show and would love to see them keep going, I don't know if I could have kept up with the depressed horse person much longer. Cause it's like BoJack and a lot of these characters had so much crap happen to them that it was just kind of like, how can you keep having these people have stuff happen to them and it just keep going? Because, yes, in season six, where Bojack kind of had everything crumble around him and it just showed how terrible he was, it, it was kind of like, okay, this is this this is a little bit borderline unbelievable. So if they had kept it going, It would be like, how is he continuing to get away with this? But at the same time, I would have liked to see more from the series and more developed. So I, I don't know. I want to have my cake and eat it too. So I guess that's what I'm saying is, Netflix ending it, it sucks. But at the same time, I don't know where they could have kept going with it. But I would have liked to have seen it. I, 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 I'm I, probably the worst person to have starred this because I'm like, I'm, I, no, want I want both. I want both. I want both, yeah. god dang it. I want all the things.
2: Yeah. If you don't mind me jumping in, I mean, I, I think you hit the nail on the head with some stuff you said earlier, right? Mm. The, the ability to create buzz and yeah. you lose that with a binge model because one thing – My buddy Ben, uh, he's very insightful, and you should probably have him on the show one day. But anyway, Ben's always pointed out to me that he hates uh, the no-spoiler culture. And I kind of reeled at that at first, and I really thought about it. And he made a really good point. He said, look, the way shows get popular and also the way that we derive anything from a show is kind of twofold. Because one, you got to pitch me to watch it. And if your pitch is, it's really good, don't know anything, that's not going to really motivate me. And the second part is, you can't talk about it because it's all out there at once and everyone's got to do it on their own time. Mm -hmm. Because that kind of sucks. He's like, there's no, you don't have forums with theories. You don't have, like, you get them, but not in the same way, right? Even Rick and Morty, you know, whatever, toxic fandom, blah, 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 whatever. (laughs) Rick and Morty's a great show. I I love it a lot. And it has a lot going on under the hood. And I think a lot of the benefit is that you can unpack it over time. And I think BoJack is a show that needs to be unpacked over time. The fact that we can't even identify the seasons, I think that's partially binge culture. It is. I love the ability to do it, and I participate in it, make no mistake. But I, I definitely think something's lost, and I wouldn't be mad if they changed it. I mean, look at Game of Thrones. How much of that was built around week to week discussions and theories. It wasn't just the
0: depth of the story. Um, imagine it was about the schedule. Imagine if they had like it all available at once, and people could have been yeah. like, "This is the," or you could have instantly gotten to worst ending ever quicker. Yeah, and and like, had all know, those it's... HBO go subscriptions go away. Yeah.
2: And also I'm a fan of the always leave them wanting more. The number one rule, you know, for me and any sort of, this sounds like so pretentious, but number one rule in filmmaking, <laughs> but At least my <laughs> personal philosophy is shorter is always better because mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is you never want someone to look at their watch. You want someone to walk out of it saying, I want more. Yep. And I, that's always the better of the two quote unquote negative reactions. Right. And, Bojack pretty much flushed everyone out. I think the judah Carolyn romance was rushed, although I kind of let... You can make an argument that because he wasn't around, we don't get to see it, so I think there's kind of an interesting back and forth there. But overall, the characters kind of had their arcs, and the story was told, and we, they constantly innovated each season, despite the fact that I thought it was going to get stale. And I think, don't push your luck. You've got a really good writer's True. team. Yeah. Could they have gotten one or two more great seasons? Sure, but now the show ends... And no matter how people really feel about the ending, everyone agrees it was appropriate. It was a strong show overall. And I haven't seen anyone be mad about it.
0: I, I think and that's
2: hard. Sticking the landing is so hard on a show after yep. season two or three. It's, I, it's yep. nigh impossible.
0: I think you bring up a good point because they were given the advance of this is the final season. Um yes. another show yeah. that is the reverse of that is and we brought it up and and I, I love talking about it because it's one of my favorite shows, Futurama. Futurama for a few seasons Ended on like they left it To where if this is our final episode We've done everything we wanted to do And I think that's Better than a cliffhanger left open And this show was able to tie A lot of their loose ends up In a way that felt yeah Rushed at times or not I'm I'm sure The next thing we're going to talk about real quick is What is your thoughts on the end The the finale of the series But I, I agree with you I think that they 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 did that, but I mean possibly maybe next time with some of these series, maybe do three episodes at a time, like to where yeah. you can have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, you can binge three episodes, but then you have to wait till next week to binge the next three. So it and draws say, it out a little sorry. bit, a little bit. Yeah, more. and
2: to your thing about Futurama, uh, shout out to my favorite episode of all time, arguably one of the best shows, television episodes in all of television, the Devil's Hands Are Idle plates. Yes, 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 yes.
0: <laughs> yes. One of the I, oh my gosh and, and I it's know great it's not a
2: Futurama podcast, but I just vaguely it can be. Watch Futurama. It pretty much, it
0: is like a quarter of the time.
2: Yeah, if you've watched like fifteen to twenty episodes total, you will like the that that finale. It is so perfect.
0: And yeah. here's the thing: it works as a great end of the series because it was for a little bit, and a great end of that season, or just it it was just a great show on its own, and it yes. just felt like yeah, the adventure. There there's still more we can do, but we're going to wrap it up here on a very great emotional and very funny storyline too. Yes. Of stuff. So, um, so I, I, I appreciate yeah. any Futurama reference.
1: Yeah, no, I, about the whole Netflix thing. I remember when that was, I mean, I feel like that was like a forever ago, but it was just 2013 mm-hmm. when, uh, when they, when they released, um, um, uh, House House of and, Cards. Cards. and it was like, this is this whole thing. They're dropping a whole season at once. This is like, this is awesome. But then like, it's true. I have a harder time now with so many shows being on streaming platforms. Mm. I have a, tr- I have an issue remembering individual episodes. And you're right. Everyone watches them at their own pace. Like some people will binge an episode in or, or a whole season in a night. Like it drops at midnight, and they sit up all night and watch the whole thing. Meanwhile, I have no chance. Then I don't have to have talk
2: about it? Then right. I don't have to and talk then about we, it. That's what's so crazy if, to me.
1: Right. But at the same time, it's like they they don't want to talk about it, but they're the ones who chose to sit there and watch the whole thing at once. And I don't. And and I I agree with I agree with the whole like spoiler culture thing. Like, I don't like to be spoiled. But at the same time, if it's one thing, if the show is I think there needs to be like a I think there's like a little like period from like when a movie or show hits like at least a week. Sure. keep it to yourself but beyond that like when you're like 10 years out from something it's like oh i don't want to be spoiled on lost it's like dude the show has been out for 10 <laughs> years and which is one which is actually something i want to get to you you brought it up with game of thrones i was never able to get into game of thrones never never liked it um sure. not for but anyone. lost lost was like my show that like i was like when that came on i loved the whole culture around that not just of watching it week to week but the water cooler talk like mm. my friends and I, like I, like my roommates. Show was at the, time,
2: the event of the week.
1: It was. The, it, say which I, I hated the ending, but the <laughs> the path to the end was one of was something I will always remember. Like it it, it started when I was in college and it ended a few years out of college for me, and and I were just watching it. And the first season was the one like I skipped it when it was on, and then I my friend got it on DVD and we watched the whole thing in like two days. Um, so the first season of Lost I totally did the whole binge thing But then the whole week to week And that was even before TV was in a model of doing Like every single week Like there would be like a new episode of Lost And like, in three weeks we'll be back two episodes. And then it'd be like another two weeks And then you might get three in a row it was, like, it was such an event, like, you'd, you'd immediately sit there and give your thoughts. You'd be texting with your friends who you didn't live near. Then the next wow. day at work She's it was like, oh my god, just do the newest <laughs> episode. What do you think about this? Right. It was so great, and I loved that. And I loved that. And I was actually jealous that I couldn't get into Game of Thrones, because I saw that same thing happening, and I was like, I wish I'd get into the show, because I see everyone doing what I did during Lost, and I, I just, I, I want to experience that again. But with, where I'm getting to all well, this is, yes, with streaming, it is so much a, like, it is so much like it's all at once. I don't remember individual show, or episodes. And I'm like, oh, wait, what'd you think of this episode? I'm like, yeah, I can't remember. Or it's like, oh, well, I love when this happened, and then it kind of spills into the next thing. It's
0: like, oh, shit, I, I didn't even get that far. You
1: just ruined it for me. So, yeah, it is this kind of... So when... So, when, so Hulu has never really done the whole everything at once. And that's one no, thing I so like. Weekly, it's weekly, series, as uh, Which I, I talked about on... on Yeah. And I, 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 I appreciate that because you're right. There, Especially a show like BoJack, I think, is a show that probably is good to digest episodes a little bit at a time as opposed to all at once. Like, there were a few times I had to stop myself. It like, would be a heavy episode. I'm like, all right, I think I'm done for the day with, with BoJack. Uh, so I, I, I think that model is starting to kind of, at least for me, starting to kind of get a little thin now. Um, I do think that... Um, where was I going with that? I had, I had another thought that I was stringing into, and I just completely forgot it. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think that it's getting harder to um, sustain that, too, because when, when you have that many shows coming out at once, that many seasons of shows coming out, like especially the, the output that Netflix has, it's getting kind of rough, I think, for some people, because not only are you having all of this these seasons gel together, but you're having so many different ones, people can't devote that much time to that many shows. So, uh, someone put it as like they said. Imagine if Hershey's made twenty new candy bars every single week. <laughs> You're not going to be able to eat twenty different varieties of candy bar every single week. And then before you can even find out if you like one, they they completely have a brand new set of twenty each week, and you can't really talk about it with people because they're trying a different twenty. And it's it's like that's where it's getting with with, with Netflix. So when what the pretzel taste like? <laughs> <laughs> so when Mandalorian came out and was doing the week by week model, I loved that because I do feel like people were talking about it, like at work, people were yeah. talking about it. Zinger and I were talking about it together mm-hmm. on on the when we record, we talk about it with our friends that we play Smash with every week. uh It was great having that. Like, oh,
0: you, yeah, because we played Friday oh my night.
1: Gosh, this, episode, I where this happened or that happened.
0: Yeah, because we played Friday night and there was a yeah. huge like. Oh wait! So 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 and so's logged on. Stop talking about it. Who watched it yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was it was yeah. this awkward so, like. Was,
1: yeah. So that that was that was fun.
0: Um, an- another thing I wanted to point out we'd is we'd be having a
1: conversation that like Riku would pop on. Oh, he's watching
0: it. <laughs> so I, I want to point this out. I think I the know. new Justin Roiland show is premiering. That's premiering on Hulu. That looks like Rick yes. and Morty. I think they're dropping. I think mm. they're doing that as a drop. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow. So, oh wait, it is. It is tomorrow. Yeah, four twenty. Oh, I thought it was later. Awesome! I can't March wait 420? to watch it. But or I think as we're recording
1: this, no, it's a-
0: I, I'm excited that they're doing that as a drop because that is some show. I would love that. That that's a show. I think that's fine to watch back to back to back. Um, another thing is that BoJack I think utilized sure. the drop because there's a few episodes where it ends goes back in the 90s and then the next episode i remember when um diane found out where miss peter brown diane found out they were pregnant it starts off with her going mother and then the next episode starts with her going fucker and it's great because if you're watching it like (laughs) like a week to week that wouldn't have worked as a joke but binging it it works as a joke for me playing
2: with the format is good i just don't see enough of it but yeah you're right like they're smart bojack stretched every little inch of their format there is no question
0: so on that note i i don't know if you guys have anything you want to bring up before the big thing and i also want to talk about of course the ending of the show and what you guys saw at the ending
2: i think i've had most of my stuff i've got a note about the ending i'll hit but yeah um, that's kind of, let me i'm just browsing but i don't
0: eric well, what no. about you
1: yeah I'm good
0: all right yeah let's keep moving baby so the end of the Same. show
1: I, I I think we've kind of hit everything
0: so the, the the end of the show like the the final part of the season what did you guys think what or, or I guess season six overall how did you think the show ended did you like it did you hate it what, what what was your takeaways from it and i I've gone first few times so I'll let Greg go first on this one yeah no Wait, no pressure man.
2: so my under so unless I'm incorrect i tried to find it online i think it's confirmed they don't have their their f-bomb um i think it's some people argue might be implied in his letter from hollyhock Mm. and you know when he when he um relapses and which what's in that letter we don't know exactly i wish
0: i wish there was some way to read at least some of it
2: yeah and and i think though what's so good about that arc is you get the stereotypical, like, he's a professor and he's found his new calling and he really has seemed to be healthy, although you still see that addict behavior, right? Mm-hmm. He's dumping himself into his relationship with Hollyhock. He dumps himself into learning all about lacrosse. He dumps in, I mean, um, rugby. I mean, he is an addict through and through, and, you know, any addict would tell you you never stop being one, right? It's about channeling. And I think that just the whole arc between watching a concerted effort like you truly believe he's trying to get a handle on things and you also believe there's no escaping what you've done in some ways and again back to the thing I was saying earlier when is enough enough when have you paid the price and if you're a celebrity and your cost is that status like are you entitled to have it back are you entitled to have your old life back you know it's one thing to say the decisions I make make it so I can't even make a living and I'm going to be a poor and live on the street Right. But it's another when it's like, no, you're not allowed to live comfortable anymore. I'm sorry. And I don't know what the answer is. And the show doesn't seem to know either, but it just raises the question from so many good angles. And I think that the final season encapsulates almost the entire arc of the entire show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get that amazing monologue from about it's about turning yourself around. You get all this stuff from, from Princess Carolyn and her growth. And you see all these characters who are exactly the same, but they're. They've changed in certain ways, whether it's healthy, Diane learning how to healthily cope with her problems. She's never gotten over, you know, even, even what's the word I'm looking for, um, resenting her own success. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I don't know. I mean, you, you kind of get so much from it. I don't even know where to begin. I'd love to kind of hear what y'all think. I mean, I'm happy with it. And I think, you know, we're obviously probably going to talk about the last two episodes, but as a whole... Yeah. The season is just a nice package, and I think breaking it into two parts that made sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it was necessary, but I didn't have a complaint. I think I got good story arcs out of it, and the end of the first part led into the second part very well, setting up the crash.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eric, I'm 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 gonna let let you anchor this one if that's okay. Sure. All right. So for for me. The final season is great cuz I think you get an a, a the 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 thought that Bojack is actually going to like pieces his life back together enough. But Greg brought up a good point that I never noticed until he mentioned it. The he's an addict now for Hollyhock in the sense of trying to make up for lost time and divert it. Well, Yeah, he's not doing drugs and he's being a good teacher and everything, but he's, he's still obsessive. He he's obsessive. his energy, yeah. and and I didn't notice that watching it, but you mentioning it made me kind of just go. Huh. So does that that was a revelation I had listening. I mean, just just in this conversation. So, but no, I mean, I I really was rooting for Bojack, and then you see everything start to fall into place for his life to fall apart again. And the thing that really got me, and this is vaguely touching on the big top big question I want to ask at the very end, is. His discussion with Princess Carolyn when they're dancing. The... She's setting him... Up, like, he's trying to set himself up to where when he gets out of jail, he can go back into just being an actor again. It's like, I feel like he didn't learn anything. I feel like he's just going to be in the same predicament again. Which, for me, with the show is... I feel like them not showing it is a great thing because it's, it's our own interpretation of... Do you think Bojack has changed enough to where he won't fall down the same path? Because I think it implies he's just gonna be in the same spot again. I was also he's...
2: thinking the show he's doing, what was it called? The horny unicorn?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's that's, yeah. that's I was that's, that's <laughs> getting
2: some like vaguely right wing vibes out yeah. of it. Now, yeah. I was getting some little like can't like the rejection of cancel culture, right? Yeah. Like, this whole I was getting some of that, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean not even
0: gigs I was like guy was saying
2: that. He's like, yeah these these PC bullies telling us what to say and I was kinda like well, oh, Jack, you should be pushing back a little more. Yeah. yeah. It,
0: <laughs> he's, he puts himself into a situation and I'm like, I feel like he's just gonna be in the same spot, even though we're never gonna see it. We know I, I feel concerned. like me, I was like, he's 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 done nothing. He's learned nothing, I feel. And like I said, the final thing, I'll think I'll have more on that, but just for me I enjoyed the final season. It was kind of like it ended. I was just sort of like, I wasn't blown away in the sense. I was just kind of like, huh. Everyone's going to interpret this the way they want to, I feel. Or in their own way, to an extent. And I'm like, my my thing was, I wanted more of a complete, you wrap up every loose end, but it wrapped up the loose ends it needed to and left the other ones to where you can go and i think that's great for the writers and me as the viewer to where i kind of can have my own like where i think it's going to go and that's i think the genius of the end of the series for me so eric what what, what about you what what was the final season for you and do you think what what, what are your thoughts on how it wrapped up and did we already I, mean, what, it? <laughs> I was gonna say what both
1: of you said pretty much sums up kind of how i feel about it like i i very much enjoyed it it was pretty much what I don't want to say what I expected. I don't mean that in a bad way, mm-hmm. but it was very much like I knew it was going to be, I, I had a feeling it was going to kind of be like Bojack feels like he's going to be in a good place, but something is going to happen. That's going to kind of make things spin out of control, which is what happened. Um yeah, I, 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 what you were saying, Zinger, I, I agree. I, I feel like Bojack is going to just continue until the day he dies, getting into trouble. That said, I am glad they ended it where they did because I really think that that makes you at least think, hey, maybe this was the thing that did it. Maybe this is what actually got BoJack to stop finally drinking, start going on, dr- stop going on drug binges, uh, finally maybe going the straight and narrow. So I think if we see beyond that, it's just going to kind of ruin this this thought of hey, maybe this is the time that he finally changes. And I, for one, like BoJack as a character that I want him to finally have that inner peace and then that peace with the world as well so i do hope that so so yeah leaving it where it did i can at least tell myself hey you know what after that wedding the scene ends they're on the roof next day he goes back he's he does the rest of the sentence and he is clean he's good whatever i I can tell myself that who knows what happened that's boring but hey he deserves it
2: i guess i have a comment and a question for you too uh you know i think this is where todd kind of comes into play with the it's about turning yourself around, and I think that, you know, he says, well, what if I get drunk? You know, what if I relapse again? He goes, then you'll get clean again, right? Yeah, And I yeah. think that I'm less concerned, and this isn't even saying you're wrong or anything, Justin. I'm just saying I'm less concerned, and I don't think the show's even telling us anyone is, with the fact that d- did they fundamentally change? I think the question is, is he capable of that incremental growth and at least getting to a place that maybe – he isn't ruining the lives around him. Because the only way people really... it only not that they got better without him is that with him in prison, he sees that they can thrive with or without him. Yeah. And I think the question I have for you two, it's kind of the next part is, did you think he was going to die in the end? And do you think he should have died?
0: Okay. So one thing I wanted to point out, I love that, that, that scene with Todd. He doesn't have much in that final episode. Yeah. But what he has... The whole like, why'd you bring me out here? Why'd you do this? Oh, it looked like you were having trouble. You seemed
1: like you're getting
2: overwhelmed.
0: Yeah, and it that was, was like, so good. it was so good because Todd owes Bojack nothing. Bojack like was a terrible friend to Todd, and Todd was nothing but a great friend back to him for the most part. Um, <laughs> so I just wanted to say that. What was the question again? Sorry, I wanted to make sure I, I had that thing no, about you Todd. Good, in my head. Man,
2: get it out there. I, I understand when you just got that thought in your head. Yes. I was saying, do y'all think? did you think he was going to die by the end? And do you think he should have died by the end? Do you think that would have been a better ending quote unquote?
0: I think it would have been too easy of a way out for the character. I agree. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah.
1: I did not think he was gonna. I, they, it seemed so much like he was going to die that I thought they're, he's not going to die. And he didn't, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm glad he did not die because you're, you're right. Singer, I, that would have been the easy way out for him. But we got so, so much he... of
2: this. We got so much out of it. Like as if he did, yeah. which is great. Yeah. I mean, just the, the secretariat butterscotch hybrid father doing the view from halfway down i mean mm-hmm. that alone was like jesus christ yeah. sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i'm just i'm thinking no, no, of no, no, the no. second to last episode with herb being kind, herb being the uh, the uh, the kind of master of ceremonies and everything
1: yeah. <laughs> and you know it was so interesting how um when i was watching that episode like as soon as he was like does anyone taste chlorine i immediately I'm like okay well he's in the pool face down oh.
2: and i didn't it wasn't until i, I, and didn't I thought connect I'm go that. i feel stupid now well that was th- I was getting ready to say, I caught that
1: and then so many people afterwards have been like, I didn't catch that at first, or I thought they were talking about this or that. And I'm like I'm like, that's so weird. Like that was the one thing that like immediately stuck out to me from that episode. I'm not trying to say like anyone else's slow water, but it was just no, a weird thing. It's like so it was something obvious. I caught. Yeah, it was so something I caught immediately. I'm like, Oh, he's faced <laughs> out and then afterwards talking to people in person or looking at like Reddit afterwards, like people were like, Oh my god, I didn't even catch that or I didn't even think about that at first, or whatever. And I was like, That's so <laughs> weird how I that for whatever reason that immediately grabbed me. So, That's I don't funny. know. It's just where my mind was, I guess, when I was watching that. So, but, yeah, that uh, was, I yeah. love
0: that. So, another one I want to point out that it was, I, I saw this once again on like a wisecrack or somewhere, somewhere they were breaking down a ton of stuff. You didn't, it, it was like on a video of stuff you won't notice on the first watch through of Bojack or stuff that, that, that you need to go back and see. One of them was the, I can't, once again, I can't remember what season it is, but it's the ongoing thing of in all the flashbacks, it's Bojack. When it involves him, it's um like his dad says, "I see you." When he's yes. sitting there at the soccer game, there's another point mm-hmm. like like it's it's a sort of running thing that's said a lot, and then his mom says it, says, "I see you," and BoJack thinks that's thinks that's meant for him. She was just reading the sign as they were going into the yeah, ICU, the intensive yeah. care unit, and that's out. and that was one of those. I'm like, I'm I'm trying to find that episode again. And I'm like, I kind of want it
2: It's called free churros. Okay, because
0: I was like, I or don't free churro. Need... I don't want to watch it because I feel like it's going to knowing that that's what she's actually reading is going to change all of that, and I'm going to be like, well, "I think oh. he,
2: I think he has a realization towards the end, doesn't
0: he? Um, again,
2: this is what this is a great thing because like you're watching us going through this, and I think this is the binge culture question again. Yes, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it, it, it we is. He didn't remember exactly what was said. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, it's free churro. And okay, uh, that one. I think that was their Emmy submission too. Uh... That episode is woo
0: yeah that's um yep primetime emmy award award for outstanding animated program and um yeah yeah i didn't
2: know it won i know it was submission but i didn't know it
0: was a winning uh nominated Mm -hmm. it it was just nominated sorry i i I saw the part and i was like oh let me read what's before that you're good you're good um yeah and he and and it's him giving the epilogue at his mother at the um as mother's funeral which is a amazing episode that that that's just the the entire episode is him just get each one of the uh, i i wanted to wrap this up not not because we're not having a good discussion but um each season had like a very iconic episode yes like like that kind of broke them yes yeah yeah um, a lot of the like Filbert ones, where he's like, it's it's hard to tell if he's in the show or in his oh real life, God. because yeah. that 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 was heavy because there's something point out way earlier on where it's like, don't take the character home with you, and then he starts wearing the costume just out in public, and then it becomes a which is this is this him acting is this, but then this this episode where it's just Will or Arnett for like twenty two minutes just talking, and then the the whole thing at the end is it's not even at his it's not his, his his mother's wake anyways it's somebody else's <laughs> is is as i guess the punchline for that but no these the this series has such great moments like that um the big question i wanted to ask and this is something i think that there's a great thing as like a wrap up and you at home definitely can can post tweet or whatever at us with it with your answer to this and the question i proposed to both of you as the big question who is the worst character in the series and is it bojack So, I I guess if it's okay, I'll go first with this.
1: Do it. Okay,
0: Bojack is a terrible person. He is a terrible person through and through. And he gets so many moments to redeem himself and he finds a new way to fall down. I'm not saying what he's done and what he did in the series is not reprehensible and atrocious and he deserved everything he got. But I think one of the worst characters, in my opinion, is Diane.
2: Mm.
0: I think that as, as the series progresses, it's funny because I have to think back to how I felt when I watched initial seasons. And her and Mr. Peanut Butter aren't in a good relationship with each other. But Mr. Peanut Butter, and this is my, might be just my tiny bit of bias because I like Mr. Peanut Butter. He tries so hard to make it work, and she does nothing but push back at him the entire time. Like, he gives her exactly what she wants, and she's upset that she got exactly what she wanted. And her whole thing about her fighting back of... She kind of found her calling as a um, Rick Riordan-level Rick book writer for middle school kids. And she's upset with that. But then it comes to terms with it, too. I don't know. I just... I. I like her as a character, but I just feel she's a terrible person. Sometimes the people around her, and everything like like.
2: I'm sorry. No, no. I was just
0: gonna say the biggest thing for me is Mr. Peanut Butter did exactly what she wanted, and she hated it. Like she hated him for doing it, and I was like that. That tore me up because I thought that they were finally gonna be happy again, and she just gets just so angry that he built her the the Beauty and the Beast library. I came away
2: from their relationship, and Eric, I hope you don't mind me jumping in.
0: No, um, go for it.
2: I came away from, with that from a very different interpretation. That's interesting, because I don't want to like be like contradicting and say, like, oh, you're so wrong. But like, I actually have a very different takeaway of their relationship, which I think is a very good launching point here, because I think he was completely deaf to her. I actually think that he. this goes back to he's so well-meaning, and I said in the beginning that mm-hmm. he has his own problems, but he... She... She has an inability to communicate. I think that's very true. And she relishes her trauma in an unhealthy way. Mm-hmm. And tries to find meaning in it, obviously. Like she said later, what did, if it doesn't mean something, then what was the point? But I think he doesn't listen to her. I really felt like he just didn't get it. Like these huge, grand sweeping gestures and over and over again, she's like, I don't want this crap. And she doesn't, she also tries to please him too much and be like, well, he's such a nice guy and he means so well. I don't want to make him. I don't want to let him down. And she needed to tell him. She needed to say to him, "This isn't what I want." But
0: there was a lot of buildup in that yeah, season. and
2: like, but he definitely needed to get that. He's constantly wrong, and he he did not know how to take cues from the woman he's going to, and then eventually marries. Mm-hmm. And I think they fundamentally did not understand each other. And she was too accommodating for his feelings, and he just didn't listen. And is someone who like. Mr. butter is an uncomfortable mirror for me in a lot of ways because he's a serial monogamist, right? And I lived all my high school and college years like that, right? Overshare, whatever. Mm. I-, I get it. This need to be in a relationship. There's kind of something validating about it. And I think he was definitely trying to fit the square and the circle. Like, was it the square and the circle? hole? What was yeah. the phrasing for it, right? The square peg and the hole? Yeah. When it came to him and Diane, and he had a complete inability to recognize that. And at some point when she would have these outbursts, she would get so mad and so upset because she would bottle up, bottle up, bottle up, very unhealthy. And he just never, he'd go, oh, well, if I just do this other sweeping gesture, it'll make her happy. And it's like, no, dude, it is not. Why did you allow fracking at her home? Your wife, who is an environmentalist, no, like she was like out, you know, with Greenpeace, but she clearly is incredibly liberal and would never want fracking and oil and gas in her yard. I mean, I just he just sometimes oh was so – he was so unable to be introspective about his relationships and so unable to hear her. And I think as well-meaning as he was, that was a serious problem. So I, I just kind of had to push back a bit there. I do think – Oh, no. It's, it's
0: fine. That, that I mean, you saying that, mate, I'm not saying I'm not going to change it. I still yeah. just – I don't know. The, the, the relationship is toxic and the way they were, they were i had I like, a
2: bad relationship they the, the very way
0: i walked away from it was that <laughs> that 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 there was so that that he was trying so hard and, and that, her
2: traveling to the war zone she needed to like break it off she needed yeah. to under like she clearly didn't want to marry him and she needed to recognize that and that was something yeah. that was really bad
0: and and like, she always playing the victim in a lot of stuff too and in her with her environment not to say her environmentalism is wrong or anything but it just seems like every time there was something that happened, she was always, like, die hard. Like Yeah,
2: she needed to validate her trauma. She needed to mm-hmm. take a stance. And she, you know, even her boyfriend in Chicago, who handled it a lot better, was kind of yes. like... He's like so bad about this thing or like why is it so bad that you write a kid's book or yeah why is so, he's kind of like right he's like i fun. he's like i'm listening to you i just don't understand what the problem is and, and <laughs> see that's such <laughs> a
0: and and that's why i think that she's a bad character in the sense of like interesting she and and, that, and, that, and that's just me i still enjoy her as a character like she's i just
2: a contrarian
0: yeah i i just feel like 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 in the end i'm like bojack's terrible but i'm like out of these people i feel like she did get, get, she, I don't think she got what she wanted in the end, to be honest. No,
2: I don't think she did. Either.
0: She, she, she got what she needed, but not what she wanted. Cause she became, like I said, a, a book author, author for like kids' books, which is not something she wanted to do, but it's something that's making a ton of people. Like, that was the thing. It was pointed out that a ton of people like what she's doing. And I'm glad that she didn't, cause I, I was waiting for her to completely buck back against that and ruin another opportunity for herself.
2: It's funny. I never thought about this until you said that, you know, she's like, I want to be a symbol to people who are hurt, or I want to be like, I want to help young women everywhere with the episode, with the gun violence yeah. stuff. Right. And then now she's actually a symbol for young girls everywhere. And mm-hmm. she's like kind of rejecting it. So yeah, I think she's very contrarian. I think she's grass is greener about everything. I think that's a fair assessment.
0: So, so that, that's, that's just my opinion on my, on yes. Bojack is, is a terrible character. I think Diane also ranks up there at times. Um,
2: Sorry for the huge diatribe. Oh, no, 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 just, it's it's fine. Just, yeah. I
0: I wanted this. I wanted to push okay, back. Okay. I I hope all of us get pushed back. On <laughs> that note, Eric, <laughs> um actually
1: Zinger, I'm I'm with you like Bo- I think Bojack is a he's a bad character which makes him a great character. Mm-hmm. Um but in terms of like who is the worst, I'm kind of with you on the whole Diane thing. Ooh, um, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, but but I see where Greg is coming with with the whole mr peanut butter thing because it's true they he you know she it's it's the episode where he builds her the uh, beauty and the beast library she it's it is that fantasy. it's that thing she wanted to, it's sort of out of reach I think a year and four that's like a dream uh, and then when it's a realistic thing yeah it's sort of like it's like it is that whole like the grass is greener then when she's there on that that side where the grass is greener she looks and she's like oh it's you know it's definitely greener where it was before um and kinda of like Greg was saying, he saw a lot of himself and in, in Mr. Peanut Butter. I kind of see a lot of myself in Diane. Like I always feel like <laughs> my whole life I have I have been like that. Uh, I have always been like, hey, this is what I want to do. This is not what I'm doing. Oh hey, people tell me that I'm good at what I do, but it's not what I want to be good at. Mm. And I and I've and I've actually thought about that, especially like like I I mean I won't get too much into it. I've talked about how like I mean I've been at my job for mm-hmm. almost 14 years now and I am beyond burnout on it. But people tell me, they're like, you know, thank you for what you do. We think you do a great job, blah, 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 blah. What you, you know, the work you do is great, blah, 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 blah. But I sit there and I think, but I, it's not what I want to be great at though. And, and I frustrate myself because with that, it's just the way I, was, I, I, I have a hard time accepting that just mm-hmm. as Diane has a hard time accepting that she's making little girls happy with these, these books that she's writing. So kind of as you all were talking i kind of thought about it. I'm like oh my god i kind of see some some of myself and diane and vice versa so um i but i but yes ultimately i kind of do think <laughs> she is worse because of that because i get frustrated with myself mm. when i have thoughts like that and i got frustrated seeing her it's like oh my god come on please like you are doing something good like accept your role and i'm like wait a second i want to talk so uh, <laughs> i guess maybe from just identifying purposes i, I that's where i
0: I kind of fall on that whole thing. So, um, so so real quick, and, and not 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 to butter Eric's toast or anything. As somebody who did work with you at some point, you are really great at your job. <laughs> oh, Chuck, <shut laughs> you
1: just say that because I'm right here. I,
0: I, to, to be honest, he he is, and and I, but but at the same time, working with you and around you and seeing the way, P, I I understand completely where you're coming from with those statements you you made. Um, so yeah, I I just wanted to throw that out there real quick. Because you said that, I'm like, oh my gosh, he is right. That is kind of him. Also, I relate to Mr. Peanut Butter <laughs> in a different way from Greg. Not saying Ellie would would leave me or anything, or I'd ever be put in a situation. I feel I would go and build her the Beauty and the Beast library, and her just kind of be like, eh, it's whatever. <laughs> Not saying she would do that, but I, I, I just I would live in fear of trying to do a huge romantic gesture and just getting a ant's whatever in response and being like, <laughs> but I did so much, I want recognition for it, and that is where I'm the bad person in that scenario because I that that to me is more I'm doing it out of a selfish greed for myself than out of the joy of giving something to somebody else, and that is I think. Where I relate with Mister Peanut Butter is he is selflessly doing it, but at the same time, I feel at times his character is doing that for the for the betterment of himself too. Is he he wants that validation too? So I don't know. I'm kind of thinking maybe Mister Peanut Butter's a bad character. <laughs> All right, Greg, you're up. Who's the worst <laughs> well, character? Kind of that whole.
1: I mean, he's a gold retriever, which is the. Well, I was gonna
0: say. <laughs> go go ahead.
1: I was gonna. Oh. I just want to add one one quick thing. Mr. Peanut Butter is a gold retriever, and that is like the stereo or He's a Labrador. He's a Labrador retriever because his, his family's in Labrador. Hmm. <laughs> um but it is that whole like that is a breed that is known for who's a good boy. Like they are <laughs> a dog
0: that
1: needs oh. that, that needs like constant like petting and attention. And he that is the that is anthropomorphized. That's what he needs. Like instead of I brought you your paper, I bought you your slippers or whatever, I put Grand library, I need that that literal or you know, pet on the head. So I think that plays into his character uh, rather well. It would be different if he was a, a pit bull or a bulldog or a beagle or something like that. But because of the species of dog he is, I think that really plays to his character. they just a the little thing I was thinking about.
0: So anyway, uh, I'm done. Also, you, you saying that made me think of the one scene where he's sitting in his pool, not, not wanting to do any works. He's done with hot Hollywood stars. What do they know? Do they know things? Let's find out. He's done being the host on that, but princess Carolyn wants him to work more. And get back on the thing and she's like Who, who's who's a good boy who's gonna get out there and he starts looking around and acting like a dog and i just love <laughs> yep. moments where they give like the characters they act like the animal they are uh greg on to you um are, are you gonna say diane's the yeah. worst character now and and you know go with the flow that we've put forth or are you gonna railroad us and be like mr peanut is the worst character and here's why
2: nah man i'm gonna be the upset here uh so i think bojack's the worst character I think that he. I think he's petty. Mm-hmm. I think that the fact that in that interview, right, so in the second version, he starts getting mad mm-hmm. and starts being like, well, no, you listen to me. You know, he starts like, all the humility's gone. The guy has these brilliant flashes of introspection, and he truly understands what he is. I don't expect him to see, like, well, then therefore, stop doing it. I know there's plenty of things that make me an asshole, and I still do them. So... I guess it's just the guy walked away from a woman who OD'd. He almost had sex with a minor and was stopped because he was caught by their mother. He is a ticking time bomb that needs to be babysat by everybody. I mean, even princess Carolyn, when she brings her to the first thing and he comes out, she is so disappointed in him and he comes out and he's like, I killed it. And she was like, well, yeah, that was really honest and great. And you're kind of ruining it. She doesn't say that to him. Yeah. You can see it in her eyes. She's just like, Oh Jack, like, why, like, why are you this way? And Todd, you know, he's just, you take for me and you you ruin my life. I had this rock opera and you ruined that and you slept with the love of my life. And then you, I mean, just one after the other, he just has to tank everybody's lives around him. And I love that he's growth. I think he's an amazing central character. I love Bojack and I root for him. But if we're really getting down and dirty that who's garbage, it's him. And I think the the scene that really solidified that for me was in Rehab when he's got the water bottle full of vodka and they're like, why do you have that? He goes, because I don't think the rules apply to me. And I was just like, I was like, yes. And that's great. I'm glad he had that moment of introspection, but that's him. That's him as a person. He thinks that he is special. His trauma is unique. His alcoholism is unique. His addiction is unique. Everything is about him. And I think that he never kicks that. And I think he's small and petty and just, I love that character. I love BoJack. I love it. He's so good. We should never be able to relate to him in any way, shape, or form. Yet we watch six seasons of it, and he's garbage. I and, don't know. I think that's kind of the strength.
0: And, and each <laughs> season, you think he's finally gonna turn it around.
2: And you know deep down, he's not. Just like he does. You know it. You know in your heart of hearts, it's not yeah. done
0: so one of my favorite episodes of like showing he's complete garbage is the one and this is i i really love when the show used alternate animation for certain things yeah,
2: such a piece of shit
0: yes 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 oh, the, the one where he's sitting sorry, there I to
2: steal your thunder i just i forgot to talk about it I'm go, so go for it go no it no go, go
0: go ahead go ahead it's all you dog i did my monologue this is you so <laughs> so that, that that one's great because he keeps on and i feel like he has this inner monologue all the time. It's just this is the one episode we get to see it, and every time yeah. it goes into like I'm a piece of sh- it goes into this like really crappy animation of him and, and like crayon yeah. scratchiness. Yep, oh. and it's and it's just him like saying, "Oh, go go spend time with your mother, mother and Hollyhock who he thinks at the time is his daughter." When it turns out that she's his sister and everything, and I, I, it's it's just such a great episode. But but the thing that that was that was the whoa moment for that was at the end of it. When Holly Hawk asks them about the, you know, I have voice, you know, I, I have this little voice in the back of my head that tells me I'm a piece of shit and everything like that. Is that just something that, that's like gonna go away because I'm a teenage girl or this, that, and the other? And Bojack has the opportunity to be a good father. Well, at the time he thinks what he's, he's he thinks her
2: father. He thinks he's a father, sure.
0: And <laughs> what does he do? He <laughs> lies straight to her face. And it doesn't cut away there, but you know for a fact in the back of his mind he's calling himself a piece of shit and that's that is a great episode in my mind because it's like I assume that is from from then on and if you go back and watch it he is doing that that entire time and it's 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 great and and of course he's he's sitting there being jealous of a little uh, doll too because there's there's the doll his mom has that he he gets angry about and gets jealous of yeah so why didn't
2: she love me like that
0: yes exactly and and of course we find out later with his mom there's a lot more stuff going on with her but <sighs> anyway sorry sorry i i just you 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 saying i'm that sorry made... That's some, hey
2: man i i sat there and y'all were talking about your your worst characters and i was like all right it's time for greg's corner <sighs> so i think you uh i think you earned that <laughs> i
0: as i said i do think bojack is the worst but I think there are other people that, that do, I guess, stuff that is less terror. Because, I mean, the, the whole him letting his co-star OD is bad. Him putting himself in that situation with a underage minor. And the only reason it was... And, and yes, I, I agree with Drake. taking
2: out his other co-star because it yeah, all dr- yeah. popped up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, him doing... He got into a car wreck on purpose so that he could get drugs again and it's just there's so many moments where he does the worst thing possible to that um he gets um uh, Jackson Jackson was it, was it Jackson Jackson the um the the one co-star killed from Secretariat oh, oh god
2: yeah. yes auto uh, yeah, rose yeah
0: yeah he gets um uh, yeah it's Jackson Jackson he he gets ki- uh, <laughs> C- Corduroy Jackson Jackson he gets him like into that and gets him killed. Uh, I feel like there's some other. Oh, Herb and everything back back during back during horsing around. He... Uh,
2: that's a whole episode about the politics of that. That was so crazy.
0: Yeah, and, and it's like they the whole thing of you know he's uh, it's it it is awful and everything and he's an awful character and I mean he I I don't know I I just it just goes back to the end of the season where I mean the end of the series where he's sitting there and princess carolyn even kind of stops herself and goes oh no no no! you wouldn't be interested in it or you know let's not talk about that but he's already setting up what he's going to do when he gets out of jail and it's like he's just going to go repeat it so yeah in the end yes they're they're everyone's horrible in this show it's just to what extent
2: yeah so. i think it's all about your kind of interpretation of what's a bad person but i just died yeah that's just me and i love bojack horseman and i would want him out of
0: my life so damn quick i i <laughs> no don't disagree with you on that one and um, but as a
1: third party observer and uh, on the other side of the fourth wall i want to keep saying so
0: hell yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> i want to see where i want to see who's gonna everyone else's life up next not my own
0: i want to watch that train wreck uh, <laughs>
1: exactly you can't turn away
0: so thank thank you you gentlemen of course for being on um to discuss this can this i was...
2: bring one last thing up. okay fine, small, fine fine but small, I was, uh, uh, thing. fine it's small it's quick
0: all right so he's saying that you you listener at home look at your phone and then when this goes on for another half an hour <laughs> you know what who you to blame
2: the final scene on the roof we're talking the last 20 30 seconds when they're on the roof mm-hmm. diane and bojack and they're looking up at the stars and they keep looking at each other, but they never look at each other at the same time. The graduate. Yep. yep. The graduate. I got mad Absolutely. graduate vibes, and yep. I was like, the car, the scene of the car where they're driving off.
0: Where and it I comes was like,
2: to. Oh my god! I was so I was so locked in on that. I went, oh, beautiful, beautiful. Very like much, you still allude to the like broken, unrequited love in a weird way. Like what a dirty little ending for them to throw in! I oh. just, I just, oh, I loved it! I loved it!
0: See, and and you do that now. I have to respond with this around 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 the table real quick. Should Diane and BoJack have ended up together, or do you think that was something that should have happened? Because they 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 never do really, yeah. and they have so many opportunities to technically, but they never do. Um, I I think that. I don't know, I feel like they would have been the worst possible thing for each other. Personally. Agreed.
1: I feel like they're both very they're both very toxic people and their toxicity would not have cancelled out. They would have just amplified, I think. So I think they're best I think that, that love is best on un, uh, un, untested. So uh, I'm glad they did not end up together there. But I but that tension it's it's sort of like the whole I mean it's not exactly like but it's it's similar to the whole like jim and pam thing on the office like that mm. tension mm. is what made the show so good and once they got together that whole thing completely just was like for me so i mean i still like the show beyond that but uh but but really that whole tension they actually had yesterday uh they had an office Well, they always have an office marathon um comedy central but it was the episodes like where jim had come back from uh Come back. He came back to Scranton and was in a relationship with uh, with who became Ann Perkins. Uh, I can't remember her name from the from the Office, but that tension was there, and it was so good. Yeah, Karen, thank you. And and he and Karen were together, and Pam and the whole like it was the whole I want to kill. I'm going to kill Jim Halpert. Like that. That was part of this marathon they had on yesterday. And I was like, that tension was so good. And then once they got together, that that I had no more interest in. They're trivial. We're a domesticated couple. Here's what we're doing now. Like I love that tension, and I love that t- that same tension was there in a different way. But it was that same tension that will they won't they tension, and I'm yeah. glad it never got resolved.
0: Good,
2: good. Um, I mean, they're both garbage people. So if they're together, it'll be a positive, right? Nah, they, <laughs> no, no, it's so bad. That would be that that would have been. Yeah, no. I just I can't I like I I I can't even fathom the disaster that relationship would have been. That would have been antithetical to everything in the show unless it led to a bitter, nasty breakup slash divorce and like calling hitman on each other. It just it just there's (laughs) no good world where the two of them are romantically involved.
0: No, there's not. And it's funny because when it's originally starting out, you think Oh, these two would be great for each other.
2: Well, he kisses her, right? Yeah. When they do, they, they they travel. I mean, like, yeah. and it just, just doing that, I guess she's, yeah, she's in a relationship she shouldn't cheat, absolutely, but, like, I, just beyond that, just them kissing is already fraught with conflict. Like, they can't even do that. I can't, I mean, a, the fact that they can only do it when she's in a relationship mm-hmm. is indicative of the problem. I mean, it's like, a, yeah, there's no, there's no world in which that relationship is ever going to be healthy.
0: All right. Everybody here good? I'm good, baby. Eric, you good? We're good. All right. There is plenty more we could I'm talk great. about. We, we could talk about, but we need to say that for other episodes. On that note, you, the, the dear listener at home listening to this, uh, what are some of your opinions of what we've talked about? When, when were you yelling at your phone or when were you yelling at your TV <laughs> watching this show? Do you think certain people should end up together? Is Todd actually the worst person, and can you give examples of how? Let us know um no that that, i i don't think in any realm todd is the worst person he is he is perfect in every way um (laughs) no complete different argument for another day anyways ryan i mean not ryan i was just recording with your co-host ryan uh greg where can people find more from you
2: well gotta give a shout out to my boys ryan and josh check us out at rumor flies we're at rumor flies on all social media rumorfliespodcast.com it's a show that's basically Snopes meets MythBusters with a comedic bend and fewer degrees. Mm-hmm. So it's less Sasquatch and <laughs> cryptids and more like, can you do a citizen's arrest? <laughs> yes, don't do it. Uh, it's 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 a lot of fun and I, I love that show. Jackson Trades comic book podcast, mm-hmm. uh, JacksonTradesPodcast dot Jack's Trades Pod on everything. Uh, Mike and Davis do deep dive reviews in the show. They, it's they, so much fun! They do amazing breakdowns. I, I got into comics because I produced it. I never really read them before.
0: And of course, Justin, we, we got to get you on there. I, I want to be on there. We had a crossover with them a long time yeah, ago. Now, I um, do another one, man. Yeah, with, uh, with 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 Watchmen, where one half was the comic, the other half was the movie. So definitely check that out. Back in our backlog and back in your guys' backlog. And the other reason I said Ryan is because when I was looking at a list of characters, there is the a Ryan Seacrest type. So I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. There's
2: one other thing I'd like to plug if that's okay. Go We've for it. a new show. My sister and I actually, mm-hmm. with our colleague Barry, called We'll Be Right Back, The Future of Hospitality. Uh, <laughs> we're telling stories of resiliency in New Orleans. We're looking at the service and hospitality industry and how we're all basically charting a new path in the wake of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. It's been a really interesting project. We've had a lot of great local support and I'd love for y'all to check it out. It's uh, We'll Be Right Back, The Future of Hospitality.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, well, thank you very much, sir, for being on it. It's always a pleasure to work with you guys and everything. Uh, I got to say rumor flies and this this is is not me sucking up or anything. You guys are one of my favorite podcasts in the sense of I love listening to you guys.
2: You've been with us from the beginning. Are you kidding? Like that sounds so kind of like condescending, but you were listening to us so early when no one had any reason mm -hmm. to. You always gave such great feedback. You were always so excited about the show, yep. and then you start a show, and I'm like, "Oh crap, Justin's got a dope show too!" <laughs> like this is great. So no, man, we we love you, Justin. We'll come on anytime. You know that.
0: So so one of the things I do want to mention is um, and, and this is and this is kind of I guess um, Eric, er, 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 I'm, I'm gonna I'm not gonna name names. I'm not gonna name names, but um, I I did the hot ones at one point. We had oh all my the sauces. God. Uh, c- certain mutual friend of mine and yours, and um, I gotta say this, Greg, I had olive oil there, and you know who wasn't sitting there gagging and dying as we went through all the sauces? Me, because every time I ate one, you know, ate ate, ate we were doing them on crackers because we didn't have enough wings, so we just poured all the sauce on crackers. So every time I was sitting there swishing, um um olive oil and spitting it out i gotta thank you guys because i was not sitting there dying like the other two were who were doing it so that came from you guys and hands down it was (laughs) olive
2: oil and cold milk cold milk's a good one for the instant relief but the olive oil seems to be neutralizes it long term solution yeah
0: so 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 thanks to rumor flies for saving my throat on that we saved my throat stomach and everything else that day um Anyway, hey, so
2: nice to meet you, brother. Nice <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, this is
1: awesome. Man. This, is, this is a lot of fun.
0: So, Eric, where can people find more from me? i met you? lots of podcasters
1: through Zinger here, so it's been great.
0: Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, you've you've uh, met well, a lot of... You
1: can of... find me on Twitter and Instagram. I was going I I was...
0: to say like from... you've met a lot of great uh, podcasters. No, I was just
1: saying, say
0: it... And Goobs.
1: Being, being being on being being on here and uh, it's been great and uh, Greg this is a great conversation uh, with you and it's a ton of fun and uh, yeah I'm gonna check, check out all your other podcasts because I'm I'm really bad about like I have all these podcasts I subscribe to and I
2: because of what <laughs> I do all? I
1: it's like I work I wish I had more I wish I didn't work in 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 audio visual. Uh, a medium, because sometimes I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, man, I listen to this podcast. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I have to listen to audio to do some audio editing. So the next <laughs> thing I know, I'm like, oh, I don't get to. So I get to. Li- so anyway, I'm, I'm, putting you on, I'm putting you on the list. I, I, you're, you're on the short list now. <laughs> but uh, yes, so this was this was a ton of fun. Um, but yes, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Eric Berg, A-R-I-C-B-E-R-G, and on Instagram at Backlogberg, where... It, it was the it was my backlog, uh, going through video game backlog stuff, which has now just become kind of an Animal Crossing uh, <laughs> channel. I play like Animal Crossing. In nice. my village. So uh, yeah,
0: awesome. And of course, can you can it. find Zingness on any any place you can find all these other podcasts. Everything you can find Zingness. Of course, you can find Zingness on Twitter uh, at Zingness. You can find this Zingness on Instagram at Zingness Podcast and um it it was a pleasure to work with you again greg eric it's always fun to have you on for for a a number of these almost 200 episodes of zingness Uh, we got one more to go and then we hit 200 and then it's on to 300 and then 400 and then eventually we'll get up to to where a million (sighs) no god no i i can't do it um On that note, thank you everyone for listening. Like I said, if you have anything you want to shout at us about this, let us know. We'd love to hear some feedback from you guys. Anyways, as always, this has been Zingness, and we will see you guys next week. Back.